Hey, this is the Bully's Bully, Brock's Boulder. You're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. This is Izzy James, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. This is squeaky clean Casey King, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show with Wrestling with Entertainment, the first audio experience on the web. Interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Wednesday on YouTube and CastBox, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I am, of course, your host, James Shea, and it is a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with Squeaky Clean Casey King. Guys, thank you so much for having me, buddy. I'm so happy to be on here. I'm a big fan, and I'm I'm looking forward to the show, man. I think that's the first time anybody said they've been a fan of us. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll be honest. I didn't hear about you until you hit me up, and then uh, when you did, I started listening to some shows, and uh, I, like the one I listened to today was Chrissy James, and uh, yeah, I, I, I've been a fan for like the last week since you asked me to be on, so uh, you do a good job, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's a win right there. <laughs> Absolutely. And obviously, we're a fan of you, hence why you're on the show. So, uh, could you tell us, can you tell all your fans what's uh, coming up next for you? Yeah, uh, tomorrow, the, as of recording tomorrow, I'll be in uh, La Follette, Tennessee for Southern Pride Championship Wrestling. I... Uh, I'll be down there regularly. I hope after this. So if you uh, if you miss this one, there'll be plenty more to come. Um, that's pretty much it for this month because next month, uh, next week, I'm getting married and I'm taking a little bit of time off. And uh, thank you, thank you. Just just enjoying life, and, and I'm gonna set wrestling on the back burner for a second and, and enjoy life with my my future wife and uh, have a little bit of fun. But at the end of the month, I have a uh, camp with Dr. Tom Pritchard coming up in Nitro, West Virginia, at the Power Slam Academy. Um, if you're interested in that, you can hit them up at the Power Slamming Academy, which is going to be a weekend full of, of learning from Dr. Tom, who's the, the GOAT the tra- trainer. He's, he's the greatest of all time. Really? Uh, his resume speaks for itself, yeah. And uh, June's jam-packed, but uh, as of now, I got tomorrow, then I got the Dr. Tom camp, and other than that, May is, is going to be used for enjoying life with uh, with my family and, and having fun, man. And, uh, some advice into your future marriage. Do the damn laundry. <laughs> or you okay. Might, you might find yourself in a death match. Well, you know, I have been on and several death match shows, and uh, usually I'm the the wrestling match on the death match shows. You know, a palate cleanser. But uh, eventually, I'm sure I'll end up in a death match, and I really don't want to uh, to experience that very much. <laughs> And just do the laundry. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, what can we find you on social media? Yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at KYKCKing. And then I'm on TikTok as well, but I don't post any wrestling content on there really. It's mostly uh, basketball content. But uh, yeah, I'm all across social media at KYKCKing. Right. And uh, of course, all of those links. Uh, oh, and merchandise. Yeah, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Casey King. Uh, that's the only one I'm on right now. Um, other than that, I mean, I try to stay off social media as much as I can just for my own mental health. But I am uh, very responsive with fans on there. So if you ever want to send me a message, hit me up. And, of course, all of those links will be in the, in the description of the video below for on YouTube and Catbox. And all our other uh, platforms. Um, Alright, so you made, uh, you worked for uh, FCT and you recently made your debut for XWE. Can you tell us about your relationship with those companies? Yeah, uh, I'm no longer with FTC for reasons I won't get into, but uh, XWE, okay. I, just, I just made my debut last Saturday and I had a ton of fun, man. Uh, it was like the rowdiest crowd I've ever been a part of. It was uh, at a college, so we had a bunch of college kids. 
And then we had a bunch of uh, you know, just a bunch of wrestling fans on top of that, and it was just rowdy and loud, and and it was it was mayhem, man. But it was a lot of fun. Um, but FTC is where I got my start, and I uh, I'm no longer with them, but I'm with a lot of other companies right now. I've made three debuts in the last month, um, and I'm just I'm just having fun, getting on the road, and making towns, man, trying to get new places and everywhere I can. That's awesome, and um. It's kind of, you know, starting off, uh, kind of uh, coming out of the gates, because you did tell your ACL. I did, yes. Uh, a year ago, I tore my ACL, unfortunately, and I was out of action until earlier this month. I, I came back to the ring on April 9th, and that put me about 10 months post-op after my surgery to repair my ACL. Um it was, it was a hard year because uh, I saw all my friends succeeding and, and some of them got signed to WWE and AEW and uh, they were just killing it and I was sitting on the sidelines. And Before I got hurt, I really thought I started to understand wrestling. And as soon as I started to understand wrestling, I got hurt and I couldn't wrestle. So it was very frustrating. And uh, but, but I'm back now and I'm making up for lost time. I used that time to, to get better and, and become a professional wrestler instead of just an independent wrestler. I try to uh, personify the professional part of wrestling as much as I possibly can. And uh, I use that time to, to get more professional and get better and, and come back a better Casey King. I think that's your new nickname, the professional Casey King. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, maybe one day for right now, I'm enjoying being squeaky clean. Uh, I think it fits me pretty well, and uh, I'm going to run with it until people get tired of it, you know? Oh, no. Uh, how did you tell your ACL? Oh, uh, well, uh, so I tore my ACL. Uh, do I want to get the kayfabe reason or the real reason? Um, I, I tore my ACL playing basketball. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't not, even not wrestling. wrestling not wrestling related. Uh, I tore playing basketball, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it sucked. Like, I don't even remember the incident, like how it happened. I do think the guy who tore it did it on purpose. He fell onto my knee, uh, but I can't prove that, so I'm not gonna, you know, be sour about it. Oh, no. But yeah, man, it's uh, playing basketball. It wasn't even wrestling. Every injury I've ever had has been basketball related and not wrestling. So I'm, I think I'm done playing basketball. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, not the wrestling aspect is fine, but when you get on the court, that's that's when the accidents happen. Yeah, man, like my two loves in life are professional wrestling and professional basketball. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. They're playing tonight at 9.30, and I'm going to watch that game like I watch all their games. But, uh, yeah, basketball has torn me up way more than professional wrestling could ever hope to. Interesting. Now, uh, being back uh, after, uh, you said, 10 months, what yep. was that first bump back like? So I had been training with Jillian Hall um, in the hip, at the Hip Toss House. Uh, it's a school that, uh, that she opened up, and I was there to help her out uh, while I was hurt. And it would be only last about three months before she had to move uh, away, unfortunately. Okay. But uh, so I, since I, when I tore my ACL, I never stopped going to training. I was still going to training twice a week. Uh, I didn't miss a single week besides the day I had surgery, of course. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was still going, and I was still uh, soaking in all the information I could from Jillian Hall and, and Bobby Blaze, my other trainer. And, and lately I've been going to the Power Slam Academy under Chance Profit. Um, but the first bump back, uh, I mean, it hurt, but, man, did it feel good. Because it's uh, you had to watch on the sidelines and watch everybody do what you wanted to do and, and, and watch everyone do what you worked so hard to do. And then to finally get back in there and be able to do it again, healthy, uh, man, it was a feeling I can't, I can't describe really. It's like it was, it hurt because it was been so long. But man, it felt good. It hurt so good. It hurt so good, man. That's exactly right. You mentioned uh, Jillian Hall. Um, she teach you any good karaoke? <laughs> Unfortunately not. We stuck to the wrestling side of things, and, and we didn't get any uh, singing lessons, but uh, she taught me a lot. Karaoke was not one of them. <laughs> okay. So she's not singing while you're doing matches? 
uh, very rarely. Around Christmas time, she was for sure. We were seeing Christmas carols, uh, you know, every 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 time we were in the ring, we were seeing Christmas carols. But other than that, we stuck to the wrestling side of things. Okay. All right, and somebody wrestled the Boogeyman. How did that come about, and what was that experience like? Ah, uh, the Boogeyman. How did I know you were going to ask me about that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wrestled the Boogeyman for All-Star Wrestling in Madison, West Virginia, which has really become uh, one of my home promotions. I, I have uh, a lot of friends uh, with promotions, and uh, Derek from Conquest in West Virginia and Rodney from Imperial in Tennessee. But Gary in All-Star Wrestling in, in Madison, he, uh, he, I, I want to say that he gave me that match, that opportunity because of how I carry myself, but I could be wrong. Uh, you know, I like to do comedy wrestling. I like to get people laughing at me or with me, depending on the situation. Uh, you know, that, like, either one's fine with me. Uh, and you have the boogeyman come into Madison, West Virginia, which is a small town. Uh, you know, they don't really have a whole lot going on. It's just a little cold town in West Virginia. But when they put on wrestling shows, when Gary puts on wrestling shows, man, that place is packed out. Uh, he told me I was going to be wrestling the boogeyman, and I'll be honest, I got scared. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, the boogeyman is a uh, is a big dude, you know. Put aside all of his supernatural abilities, he's just a big dude. I've never seen anyone else that big. His arms are the size of my head, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, but man, that that experience, I lost, of course. But it was some of the most fun I had because of the crowd in Madison. And we didn't really do a whole lot. I think the match was like five minutes long. But the antics before and after the match are what made it special. Right. And uh, I like I came out, and I didn't want to come out to the ring, and I had to get drug out to the ring by some big guy. And I was kicking and screaming. And, and then the boogeyman came out, and you know I got the worms in my mouth, and he broke his clock in his head. And, man, it was, uh, it was surreal because I grew up watching the boogeyman. And I grew up thinking, oh, this dude's creepy. And then fast forward, you know, 10, 15 years later, and I'm wrestling him in the main event for All-Star Wrestling, one of the biggest promotions in West Virginia. Uh, it, it was surreal, and I was very happy I got that opportunity. Now, I do have to ask, were those walking worms or suit worms? Uh, so, <laughs> they were 100% real shoot worms. Oh, uh, oh wow. My friend Nathan, God rest his soul, he passed away last year. He's a, he did commentary for ASW, and uh, they sent him to get twelve dozen night crawlers. And uh, he came back and he was washing them in the sink in the bathroom at the Madison Civic Center in West Virginia, getting all the dirt off of them so Boogie Man could put them in my mouth. And uh, they were they were one hundred percent shoot worms, and I uh, I knew it was going to happen, so I carried a, a thing of. Uh, uh, Colgate mouthwash on me. So as soon as I got to the back, I, I, I put that mouthwash in my mouth and I took a shower. You came prepared. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> uh, and now we know why you're squeaky clean as well. That's right. That's right. I will. I will always be squeaky clean after that match. That's for sure. And now uh, you mentioned uh, liking doing comedy wrestling, which. To some purists, can be a ta taboo topic. What yeah. is something that people don't know about uh, comedy wrestling, and something they should know about comedy wrestling? Well, I think comedy wrestling, uh, wrestling, in a, as a whole, is a, is an art form. It really is, and the good thing about it is there's so much variety for everyone. Like, my goal when I go to every show, especially every new show, is I want to be every non-wrestling fan who got drugged to the show by the boyfriend or the family. I want to be their favorite wrestler. I want to be the guy who the, these non-wrestling fans latch on to and hopefully make them a wrestling fan, if that makes sense. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so I want, to, I want to stand out. I want to be different. And you can't do the same thing every, every town you go to, every promotion you go to. But comedy wrestling at its core... Uh, you, you know, it's just entertainment, which is what wrestling is supposed to be. Like, like the show, we're wrestling with entertainment, right? Right. Like, uh, at its core, wrestling is supposed to be entertaining, and that's what I try to do. I try to exemplify the entertainment side of it. And I've wrestled uh, 
you know, he's canceled now and I don't condone any of his behavior, but I wrestled Joey Ryan at the peak of his popularity back in 2018 and uh, say what you will about him, but he was over and uh, I don't like the guy. I didn't like him then. Uh, I thought he's kind of a joke and I don't like him, especially now after everything came out about him, but uh, he was popular and we went out there and, and the crowd was loud and that was in some random town in Ohio. And I wrestled, uh, I've wrestled the Blue Meanie. I've wrestled Gilbug, you know, one of the greatest comedy wrestlers of all time. And me and Gilbug, we got a This Is Awesome chant from a hip toss. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, say what you would, and I, I respect and I admire and I am a fan of the, the high spots and the flips and all that stuff. I can't do it myself, but I, I am in awe of some of those guys, like Facade, Jason Kincaid, you know, those guys, those are – you know, spectacular athletes. And they'll get this is awesome chance and all that, but there's something to be said when me and Gilbo can get get it off of this is this is awesome chant off a of hip toss. Right. You know, like it's, it's just two different approaches to wrestling. And that's what I love about wrestling. It's it's a circus. It's a variety show. There's something for everyone. And uh, if if nothing else, I want everyone to come away from a show that I'm on and be like, oh man, that guy with the confetti cannon was cool. Yeah, like if if nothing else, they they remember my match because they were laughing at it. And I love that match song, and I just love that you know headspace of you know wanting to entertain the crowd. Yeah. And uh, you know maybe that's another nickname, the Independent Thinker, Casey King. Man, there's so many different directions we could go, but <laughs> I. I a lot of people, like I see people tweet all the time, like I'm wrestling for the wrestling fans, but I don't agree with that. I'm wrestling for the the non wrestling fans. There's going to be plenty of wrestling on the shows that I'm on. There's, every other match is going to be a wrestling match, and yeah. I do a lot of wrestling too. But I want to get them laughing, man. I'm wrestling for the non wrestling fans. I'm wrestling to get new fans invested. And that's something that maybe not everybody quite understands. Yeah, they don't, and, and I think that's okay because you everyone can have their own approach to wrestling. Right. That's just that's just my approach. Um, I I just really want to grow wrestling and and grow with wrestling, and wrestling grows me, and, and we do it through laughter. Absolutely. Now, can you tell us about the adventures of the Bailey School Kids? <laughs> so. The Bailey School Kids was a uh, – most of my gear and T-shirt designs and all that, they uh, they come from nostalgia-themed – nostalgia themes, I guess. Like my trunks that I've been wearing lately since my return are Scooby-Doo-themed. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have a lot of Scooby-Doo-themed merch on my, my Pro Wrestling tees, and I have a Mucha Lucha-themed shirt on there. And I got a bunch of stuff coming out. But uh, nostalgia is big for me, man, because, uh, like, Nostalgia is a hell of a drug, like they say. And uh, the Baylor School Kids was a, was a series of books that uh, put people in a bunch of weird situations. Like my favorite one was "What if Vampires Wore Polka Dots?" And uh, <laughs> if it wasn't my first chapter book I read, it was one of them. And uh, I just have such a fond memory for the Baylor School Kids and the Magic Treehouse books because they, uh, before I got into wrestling, that was my wrestling. If that makes sense, like that was what I dove into. I was reading those. I was up all night reading those books and and having fun and uh, just using my imagination to run wild. And, and then when I got introduced to wrestling, it kind of replaced that. But I have such a fond memory for those books as a kid. And like, man, that was my childhood. Absolutely, and I uh, I did see the Scooby Doo trunks, which are awesome. Thank is, you very much. Are those is kind of. Do we bringing this part kind of tribute to your childhood, so to speak? Absolutely, yeah. I uh, and also I, I want to be like a, a real life cartoon when it comes to wrestling too. That's where the confetti cannon comes in, and that's where the comedy comes in. Uh, but absolutely, Scooby Doo was uh, was a huge part of my childhood, and like okay. I used to walk around with a uh, with an airbrush t shirt when you could get like airbrush t shirts at the mall made, yeah. and it just had Scooby Doo and my name on it. And I used to wear that every single day. And I still have it somewhere. Uh, of course, it doesn't fit me anymore. I'm a little bit bigger than I was when I was three. But 
uh, yeah, absolutely. It is a tribute to my childhood, and I'm trying to uh, try to bring a little bit of childhood Casey, child Casey, out in the open. Awesome. Now, uh, could you tell us about the Super Show for Oma leading into the Battle Royal? Uh, you have to refresh my memory, buddy. There was a guy that was going, that was holding your billboard, billboard, and you swatted the cake. Man, I've done so many promos, that doesn't ring a bell. But uh, man, promos are really how I got um, recognized, I guess, initially. Um, like the Boogeyman, going back to the Boogeyman match, I did a promo leading up to it, uh, how I was going to beat the Boogeyman, and I had a Molotov cocktail that I was going to try to bring in the ring. And I lit it uh, accidentally before the match started. So I had a Molotov cocktail I had to get rid of. Uh, in the promo, and uh, I cut a promo looking in the mirror while there was somebody in the toilet next to me. Uh, it's, promos, I really, really love doing promos and skits promote matches because not a lot of people do it, unfortunately, and it's just such an easy way to promote shows. Uh, and I, I mean, I, uh, that's, yeah, that's how I got recognized initially was the uh, was, was Casey King promos on Facebook, and uh, I love doing them. There was one uh, where you were training for a match for AEW Dark. Yes. Yeah, I uh, unfortunately I haven't been on AEW Dark yet, but I, I did a video. Not yet. Hopefully I do. Fingers crossed. Yep. Uh, I would love to. Anytime they call, I'll, I'll make myself available. Um, but yeah, I, was, I did that video as a uh, maybe like a, a resume kind of, a, an audition video. Uh, and I was just sitting in the dark. Auditioning for AEW Dark because you know yeah. I'm only a little bit scared of the dark. So uh, yeah, it's just it's funny videos like that that I think help me stand out and make me a little bit different than anyone else. Um, yeah, I love doing them. On uh, the show we call uh, AEW Dark Elevation, AEW Advanced Darkness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of my friends are on those shows every single week, and they're killing it. And uh, I just really hope I get my chance to, to showcase what I can do on a national level, man. Absolutely. And uh, it seems like you're on that path as well. I hope so, man. Like I said, I used my time off to, to get better and, and try to come back looking like a professional, acting like a professional, and, and presenting myself as a professional. And I hope that people start to see that. And some people are starting to see it, but I hope that it reaches the uh, – the people I'm going after. Absolutely. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, you're an honorary member of the Spirit Squad? <laughs> so, uh, back, I think it was my second show ever, uh, Mikey from the uh, the Spirit Squad had to cancel, and uh, I, was a, I was a replacement for him for one night. I teamed with Kenny, and I uh, didn't really do much because it was my second show ever. But uh, I, I got chokeslammed by Big John, who's unfortunately has quit wrestling since then. But uh, he was a talented guy, man. But yeah, I, I got a team with Kenny for one night, and uh, dude, it was a lot of fun. And back then, I didn't really know how to present myself around you know superstars like that. Uh, but looking back on it now, man, what a cool experience to have! You know, getting to be in the Spirit Squad for one night that was that was very awesome. Absolutely. Did he teach you any? Uh... Chill, so. Um. <laughs> well, we did a we did a chill. He was Kenny, and I was Polly because my uh, my shoot name is Paul. Uh, so I, he was Kenny. I was Polly for the night. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was the only chill we got to do, unfortunately. And uh, your first match was um, against a friend of the show, Rob Kiljoy, a part of the um, Ugly Ducklings. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. No, continue. So I uh, I wrestled Rob Kiljoy for Pro Wrestling Conquest. It was a tag team match. It was me and my uh, my former best friend Jock Sampson, that dirty man, uh, against the Ugly Ducklings uh, at Pro Wrestling Conquest. <laughs> He's a jerk, man. Uh, That's the nicest thing I've heard of, about him so far. <laughs> well, I'll keep it like that. Let's just <laughs> let's just say me and Jock Sampson have a history. Uh, 
but yeah, we wrestled uh, Rob Kiljoy and Coach Mikey for of the Ugly Ducklings because unfortunately Lance had uh, had been sick at the time, right? Uh, and he still is. But I saw something today on Facebook that he was doing uh, he was doing better. Oh, that's so awesome. uh, yeah, so thankfully uh, I never got to meet him, but with the way everyone talks about him, he's just a great guy. But Rob, man, he is one of the best on the independents, man. He can go with anyone. And I, uh, he's getting chances. I can't think he's wrestling Matt Cross soon and Jay Lethal. And, right. uh, dude, he's killing it right now, and it justifiably so, because he can go, go, go. And I am just so happy for him. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And uh, they came out with a victory, but I didn't get pinned, so that's okay. Uh, Jock Sampson got pinned. Right, which may have been intentional on your part. Well, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone. But, uh, no, so that match is actually my favorite match I've ever had. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, me and Jock Sampson versus the Ugly Ducklings because before the match, uh, Jock Sampson, was the best, he's one of the best mic guys, one of the best promo guys on the indies. And before the match, I, I showcased that I could keep up with him on the mic as well as anyone could. No one can keep up with him, but I, I showcased that I could to the best, of, like as good as anyone else could. Uh, and then when we got started wrestling, I showed that I could um, keep up with Killjoy as best anyone can, because no one can keep up with Killjoy, man. He's he's phenomenal. But uh, so I showcased I could talk on the mic, and I showcased I could work too, and uh, that match was just a lot of fun. And I'm very happy with that, and that's my favorite match I've ever had. And, you know, being your first match and being in there with guys that are, like, so professional, does it take off some of, uh, some of the noise? Uh, so that that wasn't actually my first match. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, my first match was... Uh, in, in some place called Franklin, Ohio, for some promotion that I I couldn't even tell you the name of, <laughs> honestly. But that that was um, that match happened December 2019, right before uh, COVID started. Uh, okay. You know, a few months before COVID started. Um, at that point, I had been wrestling about two and a half years. Um, so not my first match, but it is my favorite match. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure there's a story that goes along with this. Simon Dean gave you some training? Yes. So, uh, for a promotion in Ohio, I was I was facing Luscious Lawrence, who is uh, an OVW superstar. And uh, I enlisted the help of Simon Dean, because Luscious Lawrence is just this big jack dude. And, and I'm not, you know. I'm, I'm Casey King. I'm a little scrawny guy. Uh, I'm working on getting bigger, but uh, especially then I was real scrawny. And uh, I enlisted the help of Simon Dean, and and we uh, we had a lot of fun. And he taught me some cool reversals and and all that. And he gave me his patented Simon Dean protein powder from the Simon system. Uh, yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. And and one of the, some of the most fun I've ever had in wrestling was with Simon Dean and Luscious Lawrence in Ohio. Awesome. And you mentioned, you know. Uh, having a match against Blue Meaning, that's at least two members of the Blue World Order. Has there ever yeah. been a discussion to, uh, to kind of uh, fill in for Big Steve? Big Steve? The only discussion of that has been me begging promoters to book it. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got two out of the three, and I need one more, and we complete the trilogy. Uh, so... If you're listening and you want to book Casey King versus Big Stevie Cool, I'll give you a great discount because I want that match to happen. You feel that? Book, book the damn match. Absolutely, man. Let's have some fun. Now, um, like we've been talking about, um, a lot of your merchandise is um, inspired by other things. The one thing that really caught my eye that you don't really see a lot of is Mucha Lucha. Yeah, man. I used to tune in to Mucha Lucha on like Sunday afternoons. Uh, it was like appointment viewing, just like Raw and SmackDown. Right. Uh, like it was, I, I always thought it was real cool when I saw wrestling cross over into the mainstream. So to see Mucha Lucha on, on like Fox Kids and Cartoon Network and whatever other channels that came on, man, that was so cool to me. Like I can, I can watch John Cena on, on Fridays and Thursdays and Mondays 
but I can watch Lucha Lucha on Sundays. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I had the idea for that show, and, and my good buddy Mike Pico uh, designed it for me. He's a great graphic designer. He's on Twitter at WeThePico, P-I-W-K-O. Um, he designed it for me. He did an excellent job, and uh, that's probably my most popular T-shirt design I've ever had. Uh, I, I, got, I still have a bunch of them to sell, just like, in, like physical ones I, I got made. Uh, but they are selling like hotcakes at my merch table. They're selling like hotcakes on pro wrestling tees, and everyone seems to love that design. No, absolutely. Lucha Lucha does not get enough credit. It was a really funny show. And it's so good, man. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, as wrestling fans, you can understand the, the crossover. Uh, absolutely. It, it doesn't, you know, again, it does not get the credit it deserves. It does not, man. It's it's so underrated and it holds up to this day. So if you if you ever get the itch to go back and watch it, please do because it, it will hold up. I promise you'll laugh. I'm trying to see, I I do have a Lucha Lucha DVD in my collection for sure. Heck yeah, man! It's so good. Yeah, everybody loves to flee. Uh, who doesn't? If you, if you don't, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, get out. Stop listening. No, please don't stop listening. <laughs> um, you, all of the people you, you wrestled, um, another one that's interesting that caught my eye was Sharkboy. And you're one in one with Sharkboy. Could you tell I us am. about that experience and when we, we could see the rubble match? Uh, so I've, I've wrestled with Sharkboy, I think, three times. One of them was a tag team match. It was me uh, teaming with Sharkboy against Shane Douglas and Chance Prophet. Um, and that was one. That, that was really the first time that I got to work with like a bigger name in those guys. Yeah. Um, and then that set up the first singles match I had with Sharkboy where I beat him. Uh, through nefarious means, of course, but Squeaky Clean Casey King doesn't do that anymore. So Sharkboy, I apologize for hitting you uh, down low. Um, if you're listening to this, I apologize sincerely. Uh, and then later on that same year, I wrestled him again at the Wayne, uh, Wayne County Fall Festival when he beat me clean in the middle of the ring. One, two, three, I had to hit him with a stunner. But as for the rematch, for the rubber match, anytime, anywhere, I'll come to the Ocean Shark Boy, you can come to Kentucky. Either one, I'm ready. Because I know your moveset now, and you're not hitting me with a stunner, you're not biting me in the forehead, it's on. Squeaky clean Casey King is different than the Casey King you wrestled, buddy. All right. You need that rubber match. As soon as Absolutely. Possible. Absolutely. Have you seen Beyond Wrestling where they're literally on the beach? There's a ring on the beach and people go into the water to wrestle? I've heard of it. I haven't watched any of it, but I absolutely have heard of it, yeah. And as far as I know, the do the doing very, very good stuff down there, doing really good shows, and uh, I would love to work for them. I feel like uh, a soft boy Casey King rematch in the, in the sea, that, that's where the money is. I absolutely think so. Hit, hit Beyond Wrestling up and tell them, and, I, and uh, you know, I'll cut them a good deal, too, to make that match happen. Um, now, you mentioned uh, Shane Douglas. Yes. Could you tell us about the experience competing against him? Like one of the the catalysts of ECW wrestling. Yeah, so like I said, that was really the first time I ever had to, I got the opportunity to work a, a bigger name like that. And uh, he, Chance Prophet, I knew before uh, that match, but the other two guys I, I just met, but they really, they're so professional. And Shane Douglas helped ease my mind before the match. Uh, you know, it was he, – he was really the only reason I didn't throw up backstage before <laughs> before the match. But, uh, yeah, he actually has a training school up here not too far away from me, about 45 minutes away. So he's around a lot, and, uh, you know, he's always professional and courteous and nice, and uh, Shane Douglas is a good dude, man. Oh, no, I've, I've met him a couple of times, and he's always been outstanding. Yeah, he is. He's a good, he's a good man, dude. He's a legend. Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, could you tell us about the Dublin pub? 
the Dublin pub. Oh my goodness, where did you pull that one from? <laughs> we do what we should. Shoot. Alright, so I went to Phil Stamper, the president of wrestling. Uh, he hit me up one night and said, Hey man, Impact and Pro Wrestling Revolver are having a, uh, a show in Dayton, Ohio. Could you come up and help set up the ring and, and network and, and all that? So me and uh, Mad Nick Manns and a couple other guys, we, we made the trip to go help Impact and, and, and Revolver set up. And uh, the Friday night, it was really just us four that came with me and then like Sammy Callahan and Jake Crist and Phil Stamper setting up the ring for him. And uh, we asked Sammy Callahan where a good place to eat in, in Dayton was. And he said the Dublin pub. So we went to the Dublin pub. And uh, everyone loved it. Food was delicious. The next morning, however, I have never puked that much in my life. I No one else got sick. So I think it was just something, you know, something I did. I got an extra spicy burger and spicy fries and all that. But... Uh, Man, I had uh, we went the night before to get all black clothes just for security purposes on the show, and uh, so I had one of the bigger Walmart bags that you put clothes in, and I filled that thing halfway up with vomit because that's how bad the food poisoning was. And I went and I tried to help the next day finish the ring and set up chairs and stuff, but man, I was so weak because I just there was nothing left in my body. But <laughs> the food was good; no one else got sick. But damn you, Sammy Callahan. <laughs> Book that but, match. Yeah, speaking of death match, let's fuck. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I had never been that sick in my life, buddy. Ooh, I, I want to know where you pulled that from. Who told you about the Dublin pub? I cannot default my resources. But I, All right. But I do promise we're not the feds. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> Um, now, uh, Die Hard is your favorite movie. Yes, it is. Can you tell us about your love of the Yippie Kaye classic? Absolutely. So, uh, I rented the Die Hard collection. It was just the first three uh, when I was in ninth grade. And I came home and I was watching it, and the first one was on, which is the best one. I will fight anyone that says differently. Uh... It's the best one, and I was watching it, and, and my dad comes in from outside. He's a, you know, he's a he's a handyman. He's a, he's a woodworker. He does a lot of stuff with with uh, his hands, and he comes in, and I hear him yelling, "I cut off my thumb." And I was like, "What?" And my mom's a nurse. I promise this all this all links back to Die Hard. Uh, so my my uh, my dad cut off his thumb when I was watching Die Hard. And my mom rushed into the hospital, and I had to go find his severed thumb up in his woodshed. Oh, my God. He, yeah, he cut it, off, cut it off the table saw, and I, I hate blood, man. That's why I do comedy. I hate blood. Uh, uh, so I go, and I, I'm i trying to find his thumb, and I'm, like, hyperventilating because I hate blood so much. And there was a lot of it. And after I found the thumb, I put it on ice, and I gave it to my sister so she could take it to the hospital. And maybe they could sew it back on, which they couldn't. But I went back and I finished Die Hard, and it was really like a calming, uh, I don't know, watching Bruce Willis kill all these terrorists was really calming to me after that that uh, that whole ordeal. And ever since then, it's been my go-to comfort movie. I watch it every year around Christmas time, because it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. And, uh, dude, it's just the best action movie of all time. It's, it's, the, it's the standard for action movies, in my opinion. Like, it's... Uh, Man, I love the MCU. I just saw Doctor Strange last night. It was no fantastic. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Never spoilers. Never spoilers. It was awesome, though. You'll love it. Right. Um, but, man, Die Hard. You can't touch Die Hard, man. It's so good. It's so good. You know what? I might watch it tonight after the Suns game now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I was not expecting that that story. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever is, man. No one ever is, but that's how it happened. You know, I was just expecting just some love for Death Hard, and we got an awesome story out of it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I mean, I do love Die Hard, but, uh, you know, there's a little more to it. A little more to it. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. 
um, speaking of movies, let's say they're gonna make a movie about Casey King. Every movie has a soundtrack. What yes. would be the first three songs on the Casey King wrestling soundtrack up to this point? Alright, so the first one is my obviously has to be my theme song, right? Believe it or not, by Joey Scarberry, the theme song to the greatest American hero. Has sure. to be has to be the first one. Sure uh, after that, uh, Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Um, Interesting. Dude, that's just a banger, dude. I, I really want to change my theme song to that. No, uh, <laughs> so she hates then, that song. Like, she really hates that song, but it's really one of the best songs she's ever done. <laughs> I think it's one of the best songs ever written. <laughs> I really do feel that way. It's so good. And maybe one day I'll change my, my theme song to that. But right now, I'm really having a lot of fun with Believe It or Not. But uh, in the, the third and final one, uh, the Avett Brothers are my favorite band. So I have to pick an Avett Brothers song, and I think it would be uh, Head Full of Doubt by the Avett Brothers, which is uh, completely different than the other two songs. It's more uh, more of a ballad and more of a like uh, an emotional song, but I think that has to be it. And there's a famous line in that song that says, decide what to be and go be it. And that's exactly what I'm doing, man. I decided I wanted to be a wrestler, and that's, that's what I'm out here trying to do. All right. And uh, now that you have three solid picks, do you lock it in? I lock it in, man. Alright, we're locked in. Now to a controversial subject. Pineapple on pizza, what's your stand? Pineapple on pizza is okay only if the pizza is cold. Okay, explain. (laughs) Alright, so I love cold pizza. I don't know if you do. Uh, I love pizza of all kinds. It's probably my favorite food. I know that's boring and unoriginal, but it's just so good, you know? But uh, I don't like hot pineapple. So if you put pizza in the refrigerator and you take it out the next morning, the, the next afternoon, and you eat that cold pineapple Hawaiian ham pizza, it's okay with me because the pineapple's cold. But I will not, and I repeat, I will not eat hot pineapple on a pizza. Well, this is definitely cool pineapple. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know what it is about it. It's like, I don't like hot lettuce either, if that makes sense. No, I, I get the hot lettuce part, for sure. Yeah. I, same I, thing, same thing for me. Same concept. I mean, you don't have to apologize for it. It's, I just find it very intriguing, because we've never had that answer before. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm being different than, than your <laughs> other guests, buddy. I'm glad I'm being different. And uh, if I can circle back to the movie made about me thing, there actually is a documentary on YouTube about me. Um, It's called I Am the Strongest Man Alive, and it's by a a kid named Hunter Way, who did it for his his capstone project while he was in college. And he followed me around for a few weeks, and I had mentioned that match with Gilberg earlier. uh, And the very first shot you see in that documentary is my match with Gilberg. so if you're interested in that, there is a movie about me, uh, a documentary about me, and you can go check it out on YouTube and and see uh, Casey King when he was younger because that was about two years ago, three years ago now almost. Christ, it was three years ago. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there is a movie about me. I Am the Strongest Man Alive by Hunt Bill Way on YouTube. How did that come about? And what does is, what is something like that mean to you to have somebody want to, you know, kind of tell your story like we're doing now. It's, it's really cool, man. Like, So we were at a show in, in somewhere in West Virginia, and I guess he was there filming because he was about – he was going to do it on just independent wrestling as a whole. Uh, nothing to do – like no specific wrestler. It was just independent wrestling. And uh, – I met him, and I introduced myself, and about a week or two later, he messaged me. He was like, hey, man, would you be interested in being the this focal point of this project? And I said, absolutely, I would be. Um, so to, to have someone like that, and let me re- reiterate that he did a fantastic job on that. It looks professional as all get out because it is, because he is a professional, um, and he's working now and making a living doing it because I, I knew he would because he's so good at it. 
but uh, yeah, we just we told my story, and we and like I told you, I reiterate the same things in the documentary. How I like people laughing, and I like to get them laughing, and and you get to see it unfold and throughout a few weeks. And I wrestled a few times there. I wrestled a hardcore match in that documentary. I wrestled. Uh, for IWA East Coast in that documentary, I wrestled for All Star Wrestling with Gilbug and James Ellsworth in that documentary, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I'm very blessed that he he asked me to be a part of it. Okay. What's your spirit Pokemon? My spirit Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll have to look this up because I just discovered this Pokemon earlier today. Um, wow, lucky! Yeah. So on TikTok, um, I can't remember the name of it, but I really like the design of it. Because I'm not a huge Pokemon guy, but I, I do enjoy Pokemon. Um, yeah. So let me let me pull it up here. I apologize, I wasn't I wasn't ready. I didn't think it'd be asking me about Pokemon. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you keep uh, your on this podcast. Audio experience, yeah. my bad. Ducklet, man. Uh, the blue blue duck Pokemon. I don't know why, I just think it's adorable. Uh, Alright. Yeah, Ducklet, for sure. What is question you ever be asked on a wrestling podcast? Would you ever consider wrestling a rap? Not Dwayne Johnson, not the country, an actual rap. Oh yeah, I'll do that right now, man. I'll wrestle a rap right now. And I would try to make it as entertaining as I possibly can. But yeah, dude, absolutely. I uh, there's a story. So originally I was trained by Bobby Blaze, and uh, who's a legend, he's spoken about wrestling champion. But he uh, he he was training somebody, and and some kids smarted off to him, or what? I can't remember how it goes. But he wrestled a broom, and apparently his match with the broom was so good. So I would love <laughs> to do the same thing with the Rock, you know. Well, and I do actually believe Bobby Blaze could have a match for the broom, and it'd be great. Yeah, it, apparently it was. I wasn't there for it, but the legend goes that it was awesome. Well, uh, for context, because there is video proof, um, there's this guy named Psycho Mike that wrestled an actual rap for over 15 minutes in a Tungsten Man match, an Iron Man match that lasts for two weeks. That sounds incredible. I want to watch that. I will send you the, the video. Yes, please do. It is uh, definitely something to watch. Yeah. I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. I can't spoil uh, Doctor Strange, so you can't spoil the, the Psycho Mike against the Rock, okay? Those things are completely the same, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um... We love Tracy Smothers on the show. Do you know the acronym for Doug? T-H-U-G. Uh, yeah, uh, you asked me too quick. Um. Oh, uh, you need me to repeat it? Yeah, go ahead and give it to me. Do you know the acronym for Doug? T-H-U-G. Man, I, I, I feel, I'm so ashamed of myself right now. I can't remember what it stands for. I have the t-shirt from Carla and Elbow with, with Thug on the back of it, but I can't remember what it stands for off the top of my head. T is for terrible, H is for yep. hell, U yep. is for ugly, and G is for jail. Because a Doug can't spell. spell. Yep. Dang it, man. I'm so disappointed in myself. I've let everyone down. <laughs> I own the t-shirt. I mean, you should know what it means but if you have the shirt. I should. I should. I don't know why I couldn't think of it, but yeah, no, I do. I, I, I do know the acronym THUG, absolutely. All right. Um, it is now time for that segment. Casey King's Bizarre Adventure. No wrestler that goes up and down the road and where crazy and bizarre things are bound to happen. Can you tell us a road story that fits that description? Yes, I can. Um, okay. Okay. Let me think of the best one real quick because there's a few of them. All right. <laughs> um, 
All right. So I I live in Kentucky. Uh, you have to have a license to wrestle in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, you have to have a license to do anything inside the barricades in Kentucky. Uh, so in 2017, I can't remember the day. It was August. I know that. And it was the day of the solar eclipse, uh, the big eclipse that happens only so often. Um, but I had been eating raw cookie dough uh, the day before, and I got salmonella. Ooh. Yeah, I, I actually got salmonella from eating raw cookie dough. I thought they were lying to us to try to get us to not do it, but they won't. I got salmonella. And uh, the, the day I, I was real sick, I, uh, <laughs> I, was, I had to go get my physical for my Kentucky license. And the oh, closest God. doctor that could do it was about an hour and a half away. So I was driving hour and a half with salmonella, and I had to stop about 12 times. Um, and the story was too good. It doesn't really happen on the road, but I, I had to tell you. Uh, it's a potion that came to mind, and it's good. So, you know, liquid was coming out of both ends of me because I had salmonella. Yeah. And uh, one of the, the qualifications for the Kentucky license is they, had to, they measure your standing heart rate, and then you have to jump up and down 100 times. Oh, and they have. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it shouldn't be too hard for a professional athlete. But with Salmonella. Yeah. So uh, they tested after you jump up and down 100 times, too. About halfway through, uh, liquid started coming out of the lower half of my body. Oh. Uh, It's just leaking everywhere, all over the doctor's office floor. And uh, I didn't have a change of clothes because I'm stupid. So on the way home, I had to stop at a car wash and clean out my car. And, chain, and clean out myself <laughs> because of salmonella from raw cookie dough, man. And that's probably the craziest thing that's happened to me involved with wrestling on the road. And the, definitely the messiest. Yes. I, I, yeah, I could imagine that. Thank you yeah. for sharing that with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's too embarrassing not to share, man. Somebody <laughs> has to share my embarrassment. <laughs> No, I, that, again, thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. Because not a lot of people would, probably. Ah, man, like I said, I'm all about the comedy. Right. And speaking up, Tracy Smothers is the greatest comedy wrestler of all time. No, Hands down. Tracy Smothers is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. Underappreciated. I just read his book recently, uh, and it, it was fantastic. All right. Uh, on a more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, in five years, man, I- I'm going to tell you this. In the last month that I've been back, because I've only been back a month uh, since my ACL injury, I've been making good money, and I've been making uh, enough money to pay bills through professional wrestling, and that's that's my goal. So in five years, I want to be making a steady living with professional wrestling, whether it's signed to a company or not. I'm okay being an indie darling. Uh, you asked me a year ago, I wasn't. I I had to be signed. That was my goal. I had to be with the promotion. And that's still the goal. I still want to be in the WWE. Um, But that's not the end-all, be-all for me anymore. So in five years, I see myself making uh, a living through independent wrestling or professional wrestling as a whole. Um, but yeah, that's what I see myself. I know that's cliche, man. I know that's cliche. But with people like, I don't want to say I'm on these guys' level because they're so much better than I am. But with people like Dan Housen and Colt Cabana getting signed, man, there's there's a void of, of comedy guys on the independents. And I, I really feel like I can, I can slide in and, and fill a role that these, these independent promotions need. And uh, I think I can be on their level eventually even though it won't be soon because those guys, like I said, Colt Gabbana is my Hulk Hogan. Colt Gabbana is the reason I started wrestling. I'm not on his level. I probably never will be. But in five years, I want to be – I, I want to at least give the illusion that I am on Colt Gabbana's level, if that makes sense. No, I absolutely understand. Yes. And it, not the first so person that told us that Colt Gabbana inspired them to be a wrestler. Dude, he's – I was in college listening to the Auto Wrestling podcast and uh, his his episode with Kevin Cena about the zoo. And this one day I was like, man, I got to try to do this. And the Wrestling Road Diaries have been my Bible. 
Uh, I, I own all three on DVD, and like I can't, I can't undersell how much those movies mean to me. Um, and Cocobana, he, for all intents and purposes, he is the reason I'm doing this, and he is the reason why I got off my ass and started training. Then that's awesome. Um, another guest of ours, it was the Daniel Bryan episode that really got him into wrestling. So, yeah. you know. Great episode, man. Great episode. Colt Cabana, you know, doing things. Getting people off the couches and into the rings. That's awesome. Yeah, and maybe that's not for the best, uh, you know, because I've seen, I've seen a ton of wrestlers, man. Like, there's this <laughs> saying that Bobby Blaze has told me several times. And I'm on, like, the, the border of Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia. I'm right on the, the corner of them, so I can be in any of those states within, you know, five minutes. Um, and I wrestle a lot in West Virginia. That's why I've got done most of my stuff. But he says, you can go to West Virginia, shake a tree, and ten wrestlers fall out of it. That's how <laughs> oversaturated the wrestling scene is right now. So maybe maybe Cocoban is doing too much. He's being too good at his job. He's, he's, he's being too inspirational and too motivational. You know, Damn. Down oh. <laughs> Yeah. Did you uh, happen to catch him on uh, Young Rock? Not yet. I haven't watched Young Rock yet. I really, uh, I'm really big at binge for binge watching. Okay. I like to watch everything at once. Um, that's just how I am. I can't like, I'll I watch like the Marvel Disney Plus shows once a week. Um, just because I'm a huge fan of the MCU, but as far as everything else, every other TV show, I like to watch all at once. So I'm going to wait for uh, for the seasons to be over, and, and so I can watch it all at once. Alright, well I won't spoil that either. <laughs> yeah, good, because I'll spoil Dr. Strange for you if you do. <laughs> what, uh, what is a match people should go out their way to see that best shows off the TV King is all about? Uh, I'll be honest, man. None of the matches on YouTube of me are any good. For some reason, all the matches of me uh, on YouTube suck. <laughs> so, um, if if you really want to get into uh, a sense of what Casey King is and who Casey King is, I do recommend that documentary by Hunter Way. And I recommend uh, New South Pro Wrestling. I just debuted for last week. Uh, they're going to have a network where you can watch all their shows. I was a chance profit on the uh, on their show last week. It was a very good match. It's not on YouTube, though. Uh, so all the good matches I, I enjoy aren't on YouTube, unfortunately. But uh, check out that documentary. Again, it's I Am the Strongest Man Alive by Hunter Way. And also uh, just you know check out my Instagram and my Twitter to get really a sense of who Casey King is and what he's trying to do and, and what I'm trying to do in professional wrestling. I think it's maybe time Casey King uh, gets a YouTube channel. What do you think? Uh, you know, I do too. And and I have some stuff on there unlisted so I can like send it to promoters and stuff. Um, but I, I, I really do need to. My social media, I, I got real into it when I was hurt. And I've been kind of slacking off the two months because I've just been gearing up for a return to the ring and then focusing on in-ring stuff. Right. And I, social media is so important. For professional wrestling, I really need to stop slacking off and get a YouTube presence. Absolutely, I do. And I do believe the match with the Ugly Ducklings is on YouTube as well. Oh, if it is, yes, absolutely check that one out. Uh, because like I said, that is my favorite match of all time. So definitely check that out if it's on there. I didn't know it was on there. I believe it is. Uh, I'll check. I'll double check. Uh, but uh, if it is, and I'm, I think it is, I'll put that match and, and the documentary in the description of the video below for on YouTube and CastBox, and people could check it out after they listen to this. Yes, please do. Yes, please. All right. Now that we're, concluding, we're near the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of food. <laughs> This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready? Uh, I, I, I guess so. Let's go. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, the greatest wrestler of all time is John Cena. Worst wrestler of all time. Uh, that is very subjective. Uh, I'm going to go with myself, Casey King. Oh, no. Absolutely uh, not. You're your own worst critic, man, and uh, that's the only way you get better. 
Criticism and repetition, man. Hmm. I don't like the answer, but I like the description of the answer. Well, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> your main event in WrestleMania for the World Championship, who is your opponent? Uh, that John Cena, man. The GOAT. If you could come out to anyone's music, entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Good one. Finish the sentence. K-Fake is... Uh, it's dead, man. It's it's dead and uh, it's okay. It, it, it's not the end of the world. It's okay that it's dead. It's okay that some people have pulled the curtain back on it. It's okay. Squash. Fruit or vegetable? Squash? Yes. Uh, I mean, I like fruit better. Is that what you're asking? Is it... Is squash a fruit? Oh, or okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I guess it's a uh, ooh, a vegetable. It is a fruit. What? No. It has seeds. Oh, okay. Hit me with that tomato logic. <laughs> yes. Uh, but now you're officially uh, in good graces with Coleco Yachts, a part of Squash Squad, which means means a hell of a lot more. <laughs> New Japan wrestler Taichi, his ring goes get smaller every year, revealing more himself to the world. My question, what is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for ring gear? Uh, I don't think this is an appropriate one. I prefer uh, full coverage of the butt cheek. Um, but I, I there's, uh, there's a wrestler, a local, well, local-ish wrestler named Zach Vincent, who uh, does more of like a thong style. And he's phenomenal. Uh, so I think it's up to uh, their own discretion and your character and, and the, the the presentation you're presenting. But my personal preference is full coverage of the butt cheek. Okay. And the last question, the main event, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? I uh, can't say that I have, buddy. Can't, can't say that I have. Uh, maybe soon. And that is the correct answer. <laughs> good, good. And, of course, that will conclude this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me, Casey. Hey, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it very much. And once again, uh, can you tell us uh, where we can find you on social media and your merchandise? Absolutely. I'm all across social media at KYKCKing, ProWrestlingTees.com slash KCKing, uh, TikTok, KYKCKing, uh, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, KYKCKing, if you want to send me a little something, uh, just because, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm making towns, I'm, I'm making across the country wrestling. And it's a really cool thing, so come out and see a show. If you see me advertising on social media, come check me out, man. Come say hi, and I would love to meet you. Alright, and uh, no need to drill it into your Google machine. All the links will be in the description of the video below for all you to cast thoughts. Um, simply click the link and you're there. Um, I mean, you've been listening to him for just over an hour. Buy a damn shirt. <laughs> please, please buy a t-shirt. I'm trying to buy a house. <laughs> Check out my house. There you go. <laughs> um, of course, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, or on YouTube and CastBox. Uh, of course, this was sponsored by World Energy and Fairland Coffee. Join us next week as we finally interview Brayden Lee. It's happening for sure, 100%. Um, oh, man, Brayden Lee is incredible, man. It has taken us a little over a year to set this up. <laughs> He's so good. He's going to be a superstar. Um, the weeks following, we got um, Sean Moore and Zoe uh, Segal. So uh, check out those when they become available. Um, of course, um, follow us at Wrestling the Eagle on uh, Twitter and Instagram for all the latest news revolving around wrestling and entertainment. You can follow me at JamesJ993. You can follow Coleco at I am Coleco. 
You can fi follow Scooter Dust at Scooter Dust and of course on the remix. Uh, the only live alternative commentary for WWE uh, special live events. Join myself and him um, for the next one um, when it happens. And of course on Twitch, uh, Smoking Dragons. Now, uh, Casey, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment. You got it. For our very special guest, Casey King, Calico Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James Shea, and this has been Wrestling with... Entertainment. Hey guys, this is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs with Bob Seminars and TheWrestleLife.com, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Enjoy the show, support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.